Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Once again, thank you for that introduction, Kelly. Um, Welcome to today's Christian Business Concepts podcast. And I'm really glad, very, very glad that you have downloaded this episode uh, it's it's truly my desire that this podcast today will enlighten you, that it will encourage you, and that it will empower you to do great things. You know, I, I started Christian Business Concepts because I believe God wants to use uh, Christian businesses in these last days. Um, I believe that he wants to use them to reach the lost. I I believe that God wants to use them to feed the hungry and further the gospel in just really powerful ways. And it's really only going to happen if there are thousands and thousands of successful Christian businesses around the world. And, And CBC is here to help use biblical principles to bring true godly success. So thanks for being a part of our family, and and we hope you'll share our podcast with others. And and now let's just kind of get into today's subject. You know, there are a lot of of wildly successful businesses today. I mean, we could look at companies like uh, Tesla, uh, Virgin Airlines, FedEx, Apple, and uh, uh, Chewy. And uh, as I talk to business owners, uh, a lot of times when they talk about their business and they talk about these other large companies uh, and we talk about success, uh, a lot of people say, well, you know, they were lucky. Well, I'll be honest with you, and, and you may disagree, but I really don't believe in luck. I don't, I, at the very least, I don't believe in leaving my success to whether I become lucky or not. However, I do believe in having favor and receiving favor. You know, Chewy, the company Chewy has grown t- tremendously, and they grew t- tremendously during COVID. Why? Well, they recognized that, were, that, that people were purchasing pets at an incredible rate and so during COVID. And so they developed uh, a really nice website that made it really easy. They created a lot of pet recipes, and they created a lot of educational pet videos, and they put them on their website. Now, yes, they were at the right place at the right time, but you also have to prepare yourself and your business. And I believe that we need to tap in to favor. Uh, if you're wanting uncommon success, you're going to need uncommon favor. And today I want to talk about how you as a person and your business can actually position yourself and um, prepare yourself even to receive favor uh, from other people. Uh, you see, I believe you can create your own luck by, by putting yourself in a position where others will show you favor. Now, before uh, we find out how we do that, how do we position ourselves to receive favor from other people, uh, before we do that, we need to understand first that we can have God's favor. That's most important. 
Now, what is the favor of God? Well, the Bible says in Ephesians 2 and 8, it says, for, gra- for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Well, the word grace, for by grace are we saved, is the Greek word charis, charis, and that word means goodwill, loving kindness, favor, and delight. So you can see that we're saved by his favor. Every time you see the word grace in the, in the New Testament, you should replace it with favor. Uh, Romans 5 and 2 says, Through whom we have gained access by faith unto this grace, or unto this favor in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Uh, in the Old Testament, like say, for example, in Psalms 25 and 6, it says, Thy loving kindness, his goodness, it's his faithfulness. It's the word kessed uh, in, in the uh, Hebrew, the word kessed. And it means loving kindness and it means favor. You know, he told Moses that he would hide him in the cleft of the rock and that he would show him his glory. Uh, that is the word kessed. In other words, I'm going to hide you in the rock and I'm going to show you favor. Uh, it, it, that word kessed, it's, it's used uh, uh, 40 times as the word kindness in the Old Testament, 146 times as um, mercy or mercies. Goodness is used 127 times. I mean, it's an unlimited God showing his favor, his mercy, his goodness, his kindness to his people. Because, see, his favor and his mercy is unlimited. His goodness is unlimited. It is perfect. It's in need of nothing. And, see, it's hard for us to really understand the word kessed because we are limited in our thinking. But God is unlimited in the the kessed or the favor that he offers us. Uh, Uncommon favor is an attitude of goodness towards you, not an exchange. It's not an exchange. It is uncommon favor that's shown towards you. it's, It's a goodness. It's a mercy that's shown towards you and I, but it's not an exchange. It's not a payment for something you've done. In other words, you can't earn God's kessed. You can't earn God's favor, his mercy, his goodness. He gives that to us. And so uncommon favor, as we look, as we continue to talk today, uncommon favor has got to begin as a seed. We can call it a seed that's, that's in you. And then as you begin, as it begins as a seed in you, it begins to return a harvest to you. And we're going to talk about that. So first, you've got to position yourself for favor. And I'm talking about God's favor. And when you position yourself for favor, you're going to learn some things. First, you're going to learn that uncommon favor can change your entire situation in 24 hours, literally. Uncommon favor can change your entire situation in 24 hours. One moment of favor is worth a lifetime of work. Sometimes all you need is favor. And you get that favor, and then all of a sudden, all the work that you've put into, all the things that you've tried to do yourself, all of a sudden, that all comes and and starts working out. But it's because of the favor of God. 
uh, uncommon favor should be pursued. You you need to you need to pursue it. You need to ask God for it. You need to celebrate it. Uh, you know, Abraham asked God to show him favor, and that was appropriate because God is the true source of favor. God responds to faith. Did you know that? God responds to faith. God responds to pursuit. And uh, that reminds me of a wisdom seed uh, that I'll share with you. Proof of desire is pursuit. If you truly desire something, you'll chase it. If you truly desire something, you'll pursue it. And so faith and pursuit is something that God responds to. Uh, do you know we're justified by favor? In Titus 3.7, it says, and we are justified by grace. Again, this Greek word charis, and it means favor. So we're justified by favor. Did you know that according to 1 Peter 1 and 2 and 2 Peter uh, 3 and 18, that you can grow in his favor? Uh, the Bible says that. It says that we can grow in God's favor. You know, there's some great examples of, of God's favor uh, in the Word of God. You can look at Joseph and how he found favor with Potiphar. Uh, you can see Ruth and how she found favor. Moses found favor. Esther found favor. These are all just kinds of examples. Uh, God's favor God's favor instills courage and confidence. When you have God's favor, there's a courage and a confidence on the inside of you that just can't be replaced with anything else. God's favor will put us in the right place at the right time. You know, you've talked. I've talked and did a series called "God Uses Stepping Stones." I'd encourage you to download those podcasts if you haven't already and listen to them. But, but I say that because God is uses different opportunities and different situations to put us in the right place at the right time, uh, and and that's that's just God's favor uh, being worked out in our lives. But His favor also brings success. Uh, to us as it is a result of God's work in and through us and not the, the work that we do. Not the work that we do. It's God doing the work behind the scenes a lot of times. And then when he's ready, he, uh, he gives us this favor and it brings uh, success. Uh, God's favor is also a deal maker. Uh, there's a lot of times that, that you'll make a best deal in the world, but it'll be because of God's favor. And, uh, and God's favor will do even, even what, now think about this, it'll even do what your education uh, can't do, it'll do what your friends can't do, it'll do what your abilities can't do. Uh, God's favor can do things that none of those other things can. Now, how do you walk in God's favor? Well, first you have to expect God's favor. You have to expect it. You know, Proverbs 23, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You have to expect it. You have to think it. You have to believe that God wants to give you his favor. Uh, you also need to increase in God's wisdom. You know, James 1 and 5, it says, If any man lack wisdom, wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth liberally and upbraideth not. But let that man ask in faith. So you've got to increase in wisdom. Uh, so study God's word. You want true wisdom? Study God's word. Let me encourage you to do this. You know, there's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, and Proverbs is the book of wisdom. So if you want to get wisdom, you read a chapter of Proverbs every single day, and you'll go through the whole book every month. 
But let me tell you, there's so many things in there that are that 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 capitalize on the wisdom of God. Um, next, you need to praise God. If you're going to walk in God's favor, you got to praise God. Uh, praise creates an atmosphere for God's favor. It creates an atmosphere for His power, for His miracles. Uh, next, you need to walk in in obedience. Uh, walk in obedience. If, if you know, obey His word. Obey what He's 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 sharing with you. But walk in obedience. Uh, then next, you need to declare His favor. You know, we're changed by what we know in our heart, not what we know in our head. And out of the mouth, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you declare his favor, it's because you believe it in your heart. So we are changed by what we know in our heart, not what we know in our head. Uh, We're changed that way. We're changed. So it's easy to take that, that, that first step. Uh, when we've been there before, it's that it, it's what's the second step that we don't see. Uh, that's a lot of times that makes it hard for us to accept God's favor because we don't see the next step. You know, we don't see it. And uh, so uh, Proverbs 3 uh, and 3 and 4, it says this. It says, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. It says, bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Watch this. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding, watch, in the sight of God and man. So I want to talk now for just a minute or so, just a a few minutes, about how do you position yourself to find favor with man? Okay, well, let's just go through these. Uh, First of all, you treat people the way that you want to be treated. Now, that's the golden rule. We've been taught that since we were children. Do unto others as we would have others do unto us. There's a lot of people who say it this way. Do unto others before they can do it to me. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about treating people the way you want to be treated. And so when you do that, it begins to open up favor for you with other people. And, and why? Why do I say that? Why do I believe that? Uh, we'll, we'll find that out here in just a moment. I'll, I'll, I'll share with you as we get into something else. But there's a reason for that. There's a reason for all of these uh, things that you need to do to position yourself, which the other one is to be a person of follow-through. If you say you're going to do something, follow through and do it. Do what you say you're going to do. If you don't think you're going to be able to do what you told somebody you're going to do, then don't mention that you'll do it. Don't commit to it. Be a person of follow-through. Next, be a person of integrity. What's integrity? Well, that's something you do that's right even when nobody's looking. So be that person of integrity. Be a person of integrity. Um, next, leave a li- live a life of godly character, of godly character and un- uh, integrity. Uh, you know, in Proverbs 14 and 9, it says, Among the righteous is favor. When you live a life of godly character and godly integrity, you will find favor with man. Trust me. You know, Daniel refused to defile himself with the king's meat, the Bible says. And when he did that, he wound up finding favor. I mean, it's a tremendous story if you'll read the book of Daniel, especially in those first few chapters, you'll see that. But it's just, you know, powerful, powerful. Uh, Next, show hospitality and kindness. 
you know, it's like good customer service, right? So when you get, give good customer service, sometimes that'll come back to you as favor uh, with other people. Uh, become a person of influence. Become a person of influence. Um, that's the person who people look for in a business or an organization. It may not be the person with the title. Sometimes the person of influence does not have the title. They have the influence. Uh, I've seen that in organization after organization where that they have people in certain positions, but those aren't the ones that have the, the, the influence. They're not wielding the influence. The person that, that has the influence is maybe over here, doesn't even have the title, doesn't get recognized that way, but he's the one that people look to. He's the one that they go to or she's the one that they go to for advice. They're the ones that they go to because they trust them. Why? Because they treat people the way they want to be treated. They're a person of follow-through. They're a person of integrity. They live uh, a godly character, uh, and uh, uh, they show hospitality and kindness. So they're that, they're that person of influence. And so you want to be a person of influence. Next, you want to be a person of perseverance. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 6 and 12, it says, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Well, the way you're going to inherit the faith and or the, the promises of God is through faith and patience. You've got to be a person of, of perseverance. You know, William Colgate um, was a boy when his father moved them from England uh, to the United States in the late 1700s. Um, his father had been really sympathetic to uh, the Americas and their fight for freedom and uh, you know, he's very vocal about it. And if you lived in England at that time and you talked about that and you were, you were encouraging of, of, of America, uh, that was not a good thing. And so he had a friend of his warn him that uh, the English government uh, was going to have him arrested. And so he decided that he was going to move his family uh, to the U.S. And so William's father purchased a farm in America and then he also started a candle and a soap business, but it failed. Uh, but William Colgate decided to launch out on his own and begin his own soap and candle uh, company, and it failed. Uh, so then he decided that he was going to New York. That's where he was going to find his success. So being raised in a Christian home, he never forgot his roots. He never forgot his Christian values that he was taught. And, and through that teaching, he was taught to be a giver. So he made this commitment uh, to the Lord that he would be a giver as God blessed his business. So he started his new business there in Manhattan in 1806. And finally, success came. He told, at that time, he told his accountants to open up these uh, uh, special accounts for the Lord's work. And he immediately started giving 10%. Uh, but then it went to 20%. And then it went to 30%. And then he did all he could to build his business on biblical principles. Uh, he became a tremendous giver. He funded colleges and seminaries, mission works around the world. And as he did that, he instilled that in his children. And his children did that. After he passed away, his children did the same thing. Now, we know that company today as Colgate Palmolive. And in 2020, that company had annual sales that were in excess of $16 billion. So I think that William Colgate found success, but he persevered. And so we have to 
persevere if we're going uh, to be successful and if we're going to see favor, if we're going to receive favor from man. Uh, So here are these principles. Now, we talked about the things that you need to do in order to prepare and to position yourself uh, for uh, uh, for favor with man. And I told you that there were some reasons behind some of these things, and these are the power principles for favor. That's what I call the power principles for favor. All right? So the first uh, power principle is sowing favor consistently will cause you to receive favor consistently. If you want favor all the time, then you've got to sow favor all the times, uh, all the time. In Galatians 6 and 7, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So sow favor, sow it consistently, and you'll receive favor consistently. Uh, The next power principle is favor usually comes after others have observed you. So remember what I was saying about uh, how to how to position yourself to receive favor from others. Well, the reason that those things are important is because favor usually comes because people have watched you. They've seen you. They've seen what you've done. They've seen how you acted towards other people. They've seen how you treated others. They've seen that you follow through. They've seen that you're a person of integrity, that you have godly character. They see these things. So favor usually comes after other people have observed you. Uh, The next power principle is favor can come when you add value or, or let's just say you give somebody a really good experience, a pleasant experience uh, when they've dealt with you. Uh, when that happens, it opens up a door for favor. Uh, so you, you need to seek, how do I add value to other people? How do I, how do I have them have a good ex, uh, experience with me uh, when they interact with me? Uh, another power principle is, uh, you know, favor um, can begin when you solve problems for other people. Now, that's important, but what goes along with that is you need to look for ways to show favor to people. You need to look for ways. Look for it. Look, how can I show favor to somebody? Show them favor. Um, You know, uh, the other power principle is never cheat, disrespect, humiliate, exploit, or take advantage of other people. You don't do that. If you want to find favor, then you don't want to disrespect other people and exploit other people. You just, it, it doesn't help you. Uh, it, it, it causes people to see that. And then when you need favor, a lot of times people will withhold favor uh, when that happens. Um, so you, you need to be very, very careful. Uh, you know, Mike Murdoch, a great biblical teacher, he teaches a lot about wisdom. He said this, which I thought is pretty outstanding for what we're talking about today. He said, what you fail to recognize, you stop celebrating. And what you fail to celebrate, you stop rewarding. And what you stop rewarding will exit your life. So that's why you never want to cheat or disrespect uh, or uh, exploit or take advantage of other people. You want to be able uh, to recognize them. You want to celebrate them and show uh, you know them favor uh so uh the next thing is you never you never want to be disingenuous 
you want to be genuine all the time. You, you, you know, you don't want to act one way and be another way. You, you want to be genuine in, in what you're doing. All the things that we've talked about today, it needs to come from your heart. You need to be genuine about how you feel and what you're thinking. Um, remember this, and that is that arrogance uh, and belief in your own sufficiency are really the enemy of favor. Uh, if people see that arrogance, if people sell, see that you, you have this pride in yourself and what you can do all by yourself, you will you will find that people don't want to show you favor. And so you'll want to make sure that you understand that those two things can be uh, quite contrary and can keep you from having the favor of man uh, in your life. And favor is more than just being in the right place at the right time. You know, uh, that can happen. I get it. But if you don't practice the principles of favor, if you don't practice what needs to happen, what you need to do to have favor in your life, then uh, you're going to struggle with uh, uh, people showing you favor. You know, uh, Psalms 37 and 33 in the Living Bible Translation except says that the uh, uh, steps of good men are directed by the Lord. He, he delights in each step they take. So again, this is that, that, you know, your steps are directed by the Lord. That's being in the right place at the right time, and God will do that. So I really hope that you'll take these principles and, uh, uh, and these other things that we've talked about today and, and begin to act upon them in order for you to see great favor in your business and great favor in your life. And I, honestly, I would rather live with favor than luck any day honestly. Now, Lord, I, I thank you and I pray for those listening to this podcast. I, I, podcast I, I thank you, Lord, and I ask that they walk in your uncommon favor and that in turn, Lord, you'll show favor uh, uh, to them and that they in turn will show favor to others. And Jesus, I ask that you prepare people right now to show them favor. I pray that you begin to, to prepare people to show their business favor. And even people they've never even met before, Lord, I pray that you begin to prepare them so when they meet, they're willing to show them favor. And Lord, I ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to today's podcast. And uh, uh, please take, take some time and write a review and be sure to email me and let me know how this podcast ministers to you. I would love to read some of these on the upcoming podcast. And uh, also, be sure to check out the resources on our website. And uh, lastly, please reach out to me if you'd like to have me come and speak at a conference or your church or even a group of business owners. I've traveled around the world, literally, and would love to be a help to you. So with all that, I just want to say that that's all the time we have uh, for today. And so until next time, remember this, Jesus is Lord and he wants you blessed. Thank you for tuning into this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.